0: I'm speaking to you on the subject, leading yourself from the back to the front. Leading yourself from the back to the front. Our um, introductory scripture is Deuteronomy 28, verse 13. I'd like you to take this scripture very seriously. And uh, can we read together? Let's read this scripture together. One, two, yeah, I know you have this, your marks, but try and speak louder like in the marks. So look on the screen and read one, two, the Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of you want to see this scripture manifest in your life? How many of you want to see this scripture manifest in your life? What an amazing scripture. I've seen people pray with this scripture. And sometimes I wonder why we pray about things when there are promises that are conditioned on certain things. That you just have to meet those conditions and they will work for you. Okay? Okay? Now, the first thing this scripture establishes is that God wants us to be in front, not at the back. So, the first thing that this scripture establishes, because being at the back is not a very easy thing. Now, how many of you know that when you go to school, at least those of us who went to public schools, usually the bad boys who normally sit at the back and they create a lot of problems the bad boys, they stay at the back there and they create a lot of a, a lot of problems. If you love football, you will never like to see the league table if, if your team is at the bottom. But if your team is at the top, you, you always want to see the league table. How many of you know that? And you enjoy that? But mommy and I had some experience years ago. We used to live in Teshi, And we used to Come to go to um, circle regularly, you know, and getting a transportation from circle to Tashi was very difficult. So there were small, small buses, Trotro trot, running, and they could pick 15 or 20 people at a time. And sometimes by the time you get to the, to the Trotro trot station, you see over 200 people in a queue and you go and stand at the last, as the last person as the last person and 200 people is ahead of you and it is in the evening and there is traffic, traffic even then, the car coming to pick you, the number of minutes or hours that it will spend in the Kwame Mkrumah circle to get to come and pick you and you have about 200 people and you are last. And then it comes and takes about 15 people or 18. And then it goes. And then you're waiting for the next one 15 minutes before the next one will come. And then you see people standing in front of you who have friends coming in and they try to push them inside, and then you see people fighting, and you are wondering when will I get home? When will I get home? But if you finally, you see some some people will get home, take the bath, eat, sleep, wake up, you will still be in the queue because it's not easy. <laughs> if you look at the the the, the distance from where you are to where the first person standing is, you know that it's not easy. Then you are in it, then you are standing, then you are you are tired, then your legs are knowing that mommy was pregnant, and I pity her. She's standing there. She go and find some stone and sit on the stone. Sit there and then we are moving, then we are moving. And then if we don't also move, so she has to move the stone. Because if people come behind me. And they stand for 30 minutes and then the bus comes and she comes in to stand. They will say, no, 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 no. We don't know her. So we got to. And when you are at the back there, there, that's where you feel how discouraged it is to be at the back of a queue and not in front. If you finally manage to get yourself to the front and you know that at least the next car you will go. The feeling is different from the feeling being at the back. When you are standing, especially when you are the first and you know that the next trottle trot, you get the front. Oh, it's more comfortable because you are, you are the first. You are the first. A mommy is standing. mommy didn't like the front. She didn't want to. People say, trotro. Trot, you were sitting inside the first. When you appear, everybody sees you. By me, I was addicted to the total front. So, so, when I get there and say, oh, Charlie, I'm going to the front, the feeling is different. Life is like that. It's not easy to see that all the people you started life with, they've all gone very far away from you. And you are somewhere very, and you feel, but it, even if God gives me the next 50 years, I might not catch up with these people. It is very, very discouraging. Very very discouraging. Somebody you went to school with. You meet the person. The person is the top CEO of a certain company. And you are you are nobody. And you look at it. Feel very discouraged. But I'm going to show you from the Bible how you can you can you can cause this blessing to manifest in your life. I'm going to show you. Okay, I'm going to show how you how can, you can move from the tail to the head. And there are a lot of biblical examples that we can look at. The example of, of Joseph, who was the tail in his family, but ended up becoming the head. The example of David, who was the tail in his family, ended up becoming the head. The example of, of Esther, who was a slave orphan, who ended up becoming a queen okay so they are biblical evidence of how God can lift people from obscurity to prominence now look at this scripture no no please look at this scripture and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail if, if you pay attention if you pay attention the lord will make you the head and not the tail if you do what if you pay attention to what to his to the commands of the lord your god that i give you this day and carefully follow them then you will always be at the top and never at the bottom so there is something you follow that takes you from the back to the front is something you must follow there is a following and you carefully follow them you carefully follow the commands of God it will take you from the back to the front are you here and I want to show you you see it doesn't take a prophet prophesying on you to be the head not the tail God has given the instructions here and God Will never turn away from his word. Are you here with me? When you follow his commands, you will always, not sometimes, you will always be at the top and never the bottom. How many of you want to be at the top? And what is the secret of being at the top? Follow his commands. Follow his commands. So I want to show you how you can follow the commands of God. Because I know that one of the major questions that you'll be, ans- you be asking yourself is that, okay, man of God, now we know, we know that we have to follow his command. But how do we follow his command? Okay. So the next slide, look at this. I want to show you something called steps. Steps. I want to show you something. Well, when somebody says follow him, the first thing that must come to your mind is watch your steps. The person didn't say, I will carry you. The person said, say, follow. Follow. I, I, in one of the days where mommy and I had to queue like that in a distance, it rained. It rained heavily. And then when we got home and we we're going our house the the footpath to our house was very muddy and slippery very 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 muddy and slippery mommy was pregnant so do you know what i did i said okay follow me if i step at a place and i don't fall step at the same place if i sleep don't don't step there so like we're going so i step like this I said, okay okay come put your feet there and then put your feet there and then we kept moving. There's a place I, I just put my feet there. And then I slip away. I said, wait, wait, don't come, don't come, don't come, wait. Then I stand somewhere. And it was dark too. And it was dark. And the Lord said, follow His command." So I want you to watch your steps. Now look at this scripture. Direct my steps by your word. Now if God says you should follow His commands. In other words, He wants to direct you by His word. He wants to direct your steps by his word. He wants to direct your steps by his word. How many of you have heard my testimony when I said, the Lord spoke to me in Europe when I had a a job and then I had a scholarship. And the Lord said that everything I've created have their own places of abundance. Trees will bear fruit on land and the fish will multiply in the sea. He said, this is not your place of abundance. So the Lord directed myself by his word. The Lord directed myself by his word. When I was coming to Sprinters Road, I have shared my testimony. How I took mommy out to a place in Takrade to pray for one week. Eh? And then when I was getting out, we were getting out of the, the last day of the prayer, it was in a bunker. When we were getting out, I said, Lord, if you are taking me to Sprinters Road, show me three, four whole drives. white. Following each other. I, I gave God an impossible task. I said, White, there should be three four-wheel drives. And I said this at the beginning of the prayer. So by evening, when I even got out, I was forgotten I've told God that. But when I got out, the Lord said, Lift up your eyes and see. Then I saw two four-wheel drives. I said, Okay, Lord, but I said, Three. They should be following each other. This is two. The Lord said, Watch again. Then I looked at them and there was a third one. The Lord said, I've spoken. Still, I came for prayer walk on the sprinters road i said when i was conclude the last prayer walk i said lord by the time i end this prayer walk let three doubts converge on my head when i ended they did not converge on my head but i said to myself the lord has not spoken then in the morning the next morning i had an old car if you use an old car you know that if you use an old car every morning you must check your oil and put <laughs> uh, water inside you, you, you understand those of you using old cars you know you, no, you, you feel what I'm talking about you understand so, so in the morning I got up was doing my thing before I take Kevin to school then I heard a sound over my head plah, 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 plah. then I raised my head like that three dabs converged over my head and flew off I said the Lord has spoken so I was directed here by his word I've also shared with you how I came from um, missionary work and I went to report myself in our Bible school's office and I got in there and I saw mommy sitting down there and the Lord said, this is your wife, you will marry her. This is your wife, you will marry her. Just when I was about to tell her, the Lord said I should marry you, a very close friend of mine told me that he has gone to he came to tell me that, have you seen that girl Olivia in the Bible school? I said, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I want to go out with that girl. The Lord has told me to go out with that girl. So I'm going to propose to him. I encouraged him. I said, wow! That girl is a pastor's wife material. Cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I knew I have heard from God. You did not hear from God. <laughs> uh, I was sure my, my own I heard from God. So I encouraged him. I knew it won't work because I heard from God. You Something else told you. Either satan told you to prevent me from marrying her or or your, your 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 flesh told you so he went ahead and told mommy and mommy said oh no, no. she wants to go to school oh, she wants to do this. so mommy refused so i waited i waited i said okay let, let me give you some some few great spirits it will, be, it will be so unfair on my part to to go for a girl that rejected my friend but but when god is speaking it's not about friendship oh. god has spoken god has spoken so i waited a little while i even went to mommy's um, spiritual mentor at the time and i said okay this girl i want to marry her she, He was the principal of the bible school the lord is telling me Say, hey you forget that girl you wait let me tell her for you i don't know how the man said it so the uh, the man said she come back one week after church one sunday afternoon I got there the man didn't tell me interest. so i should eat first give me fufu uh, a bachelor if you give me fufu sunday afternoon i ate the fufu i finished everything the man said oh charlie i spoke to her but she said she wants to go to school some more so the same answer the same answer two years two good years two good years my friends were telling me that, that they are nice girls they were pointing girls to me they are nice girls in the church look at this girl i look at this girl like look at this girl like, I kept telling them that that girl I met in Bible school, the Lord told me she is my wife. Right? There were no telephones that you were going to call the person and even how we were going to meet, I didn't even know. Eventually we met and now the rest is it's not history hey, the rest cannot be history. The rest is the story, uh, the rise and rise story. A rise and rise story. If we die or we go, it becomes a history but now it's a rise and rise story is I, I, a current affairs and you see so so when you see a man who has a testimony in what he's doing and the man has a testimony the man may, might have heard from god and the word of god directed his Says, look direct myself by your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me direct so i'm teaching you how to lift yourself from the back to the front and there is a scripture that is there. That tells you that you can do it. Deuteronomy 28, 18. is 13. It's telling you that if you obey the Lord, He will make you the head and not the tail. So once it's in the Bible, it is possible. Once it's in the Bible, it is possible. Even if you were born into a bottomless pit, you can be at the top of the mountain. As far as it's in the Bible, it is possible. It's in the Bible that you can be the head. It's in the Bible that if you are rejected stone, you can become the chief cornerstone. It's in the Bible. If it's the Bible, you cannot doubt it. But there are conditions to it. And the conditions are if you follow my commands. And I'm te- teaching you how to follow the commands of God. And to follow his commands is to be directed by his word. That whatever you do, you are directed by his word. Direct myself by your word. So we are going to look at steps as an acronym. Direct my steps by your word. Anybody who tells you success has a secret is lying to you. But a secret is something that is not revealed. But every biblical secret is written there. It, It is only a secret if you don't read the Bible. But if you read the Bible and you see all the promises and every promise of God there is something attached to it it is conditional, you must do something I have talked to you here in this church God is very transactional God is very very transactional God is very 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 transactional God transacts with you are you here? let's welcome Sarah from our London church okay God, God transacts with you so have I I, I laid the foundation so biblically you can be the head and not the tail biblically you can move yourself from the back to the front because the bible says so and whatever the bible says is possible but the bible said with a condition that you must follow his commands and how do you follow his commands you must take some steps direct my steps by your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me oh god thank you thank you When you are directed, when your steps are directed by the Lord, no iniquity can have dominion over you. What it means is that sin can have dominion over you. There are some people, they are Christians who but the sin of masturbation, the sin of adultery, the sin of fornication, the sin of stealing, the sin of gossiping, the sin of lying, the sin of fighting, the sin of quick-temperedness, all manner of sins have taken dominion over them. Have taken dominion over them. And when a sin takes dominion over you, you do know what you say. Now you, you call it my weakness. Now, now, now why you start calling sin my weakness? When you change sin and you give sin a nickname, my weakness is women. My weakness is stealing, my weakness is gossiping. It means sin have had dominion over you. Now, how do you break this dominion? that obedience to God's word directed by God's word am I speaking to you so how will you can you get God's word to direct your steps so now I'm showing you how you can lead yourself from the back to the front through following God's commands and I'm saying that to follow God's command is to allow the word of God to direct your steps. So the first thing you do, the S in the steps is the spirit of God. The S, spirit of God. The spirit of God, Now the spirit of God. There's something which when we were young Christians was regularly spoken by our pastors and taught by our pastors. Today, most pastors don't teach it. And that is leading the leadings of the spirit. Romans 8.14 For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. It's a serious statement. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Now, if you have been a parent before, eh? you have been a parent before, sometimes your child will behave in a way, a a mother who gave birth to a child, who gave that to a child from a womb? The child will behave in a way, and the mother will say, You cry, you my child. Or in the hospital, there was a mistake. Maybe in the hospital there was a mistake. They took somebody's child for me. Because you don't look like me, you don't behave like me. The mother here will tell you, sometimes you yourself, you doubt, you doubt that this is my child. There, there are fathers who will tell their wives, I could have read your on semi You so sometimes in a, just a, a short while you disown your own because the person doesn't look like your own now so, so it's not everybody who comes to church and calls himself a Christian who is a child of God though. it is those that are led by the spirit of God that are led by the spirit of God I want to ask you a question when was the last time you prayed about making a decision and you asked the Lord Father is this, is this, is this your will should I do it Because the Bible is telling us that if we do things that we are not led by the Spirit of God, then we are not the children of God. I came to Spinter's Road by the Spirit of God. I was led to be here. I was led to be here. So, so, some of the things I have achieved whilst I'm here is because I was led. And because I was led, God sees me as his child and therefore I benefit from God as my father. Anytime you are doing something that you were not led by God, the spirit of God did not lead you. Eh? The spirit of God did not lead you. You you lose a sense of of connection with God. I've said to you that Mommy and I, it's not like we don't have exchanges, we don't disagree, we do. But both of us are convinced that we were led by the Spirit of God to marry each other. That conviction has kept us. That conviction. I am convinced that God brought me here. The last time my children were telling me where I should go and buy a house and all those things, I said, no. God brought me here. I was led here. He said to me in His Word, How I led you in the wilderness and sought for a place where you will pitch your tent. Sometimes, where do you know that? Do you know that God has a place where you have to build your house? He's gone ahead. Some of you, you will miss it. Because you are not spiritual enough. The first key that gives you speed in life. to be led by the Spirit of God and that speed is not human speed so so you can be at one place for 10 years and you are led by God and you see other people going and God says stay here for 10 years by the time that 10 years is over and you open your eyes you have overtaken all the people who came to baptize you and thought you were mad I told you one time I was flying with my daughter, Tibia, very young. She was sitting by me, was looking through the window. And she said, Daddy, the plane is not moving. You see, the, the speed of the plane is so fast that your eyes cannot catch it. So you think you are at one place. Because the plane is not moving. So having to feel, when you sit in the plane, you think that six hours to land, the, from landing to Ghana, when will I get to Ghana? When you were coming, you were thinking, but suddenly there's an announcement. That you, but you never saw it moving. Because sometimes when the speed is so fast, you don't see a movement. That's how God is. Sometimes when the spirit of God is leading you, you don't see anything. Ah, did God really tell me to come here? Did God really tell me to do this? Did God really tell me to do this? And you feel, you feel like, did I not hear from God? Listen, one of the most difficult things to do is to be, to, to be led by the Spirit of God. It's a difficult thing. Because you, for your emotions, it will lead you to the easy ways. Your emotions will lead you. Your emotions will lead you to a beautiful girl. But the Spirit of the Lord will lead you to a girl that is beautiful in the Spirit. Your emotions will lead you to a girl that is beautiful on the outside. But the Spirit of God will lead you to a girl that is beautiful in the inside. I told you when mommy accepted to marry me. Beautiful young lady. 22 year old beautiful young lady. You know men you are already not very nice. And around that age I proposed to mommy was when you are not building muscles and you are not growing, you, 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 you look like they are not forming you. <laughs> and women around the age of mommy, they are formed, their shape is there, everything is nice. And people were like, Why do you want to marry this boy? Why do you want to marry this boy? If mommy was not led by the spirit, she would not have married me. That's why you see, spiritual people, you have to be surrounded by spiritual people. Because when you are surrounded by Canaan people, they will not understand why you do the things you are doing. I'm asking you one question. I'm asking you one question. This year in the midst of the COVID, did you ever go before the Lord in a one-day fast? Father, what do I do? Lead me in the midst of this stuff. Tell me what to do. Are you having a challenge in your marriage? Ask yourself this question. Are you ever having a challenge you cannot handle? And the challenge is so depressing you and it's so worrying you Ask yourself this question. Am I convinced that the Spirit of God led me here? Because that is the answer. If your wife rebels against you, the only way you can withstand that pain is to be convinced beyond any shadow of that, that God led me to this woman. So whatever she is doing to me is part of my training. Whatever this man is doing, I was led to marry him. So whatever he is doing is part of my training. Whatever my boss is doing, I was led to this office. And whatever he's doing is part of what God is doing to bring me somewhere. I was led to the sprinter's road. Whatever happens to me here is part of why, why God brought me here. That was the reason why I didn't run away. I told you how a cousin of mine saw me on TV and the mother saw and the mother said, your fear. he's your cousin he's your cousin go go to him he was, he was also a pastor I don't know whether he's still a pastor and then the guy came to my office I had a small office in Nungwa the guy came to me and said hey my mother saw me you on TV and said Ha, ah, this is your cousin go to him and he said my cousin how, how can you have a cousin like you for me to suffer I can't suffer you're my cousin So I'm coming to work with you. I said, but where are you now? He said, "No, no, I don't work. My pastor took me to Togo and left me there for two years. He didn't send me any money and I didn't understand the language of the people. So I left. I said, my brother, my brother, missionaries were sent to Africa. To learn our language and write the Bible in our language. You were not going to write the Bible. You were sent to a people for two years. You didn't learn their language. And you have left and you have come. I said, when I also came on the Sprinter's Road, if I tell you how I suffered, your suffering is small. I said, your suffering in Togo was small. Me, were, you, 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 were, you were a branch. Me, I was alone with my wife. Everybody has rejected, and rejected us, isolated from us. We, were, we suffered. I said, what kept me, what kept me at the Sprinter's Road? Was that Raymond, that conversion that I was led here. That conversion that I was led here. I said, my brother, you see, you are not coming to work for me based on a conversion that God told you. You are not led by the Spirit of God to be here. You were advised by your mother that this is your cousin, go to him. He said, you would, would not even employ me as a pastor, I will come. He came to this church. Came to join the choir. They didn't stay for eight months. They left. They left. They left. Because they were not led by the Spirit to be here. <laughs> Whatever for those who are led by the Spirit of God, are the children of god please if you want to leave the back to the front never do anything because you saw it on tv because somebody advised you to do it because your friends are doing it because it is fashionable be led by the spirit be led by the spirit be led by the spirit when the covid came some people Started to import COVID related nose marks and all those things at expensive cost. By the time it came, the number has reduced in Ghana. The price of nose marks has gone down. We have lost, and there were Christians involved. Were they led by the Spirit? You see, a consistent prayer life, consistent prayer life, keeps you in tune with the Spirit of God. And whatever you do, you see you are led by the Spirit of God. God, in any way, three things you should never miss God. Three things you should never miss God. Number one, as to who you marry, because that determines your happiness on earth. I'm telling you, as to who you marry, don't miss it, because it determines your happiness on earth. Ask the kind of profession you engage in, because that determines your fulfillment on earth. You were created, you were wired for something. I always tell people, I spend most of my time within these four plots. Within this place. I spend most of my time. Sometimes I can be here for three months, I haven't gone anywhere. So that I just start my cars and warm them. I haven't gone anywhere. But the fulfillment, the fulfillment I have in doing this, walking to church, walking to the office, and doing what I do. Mm-hmm. No, the fulfillment I find. I said these things I was led by God to do them. I'm a pastor because I was led, oh there are people who are pastors who a little challenge they leave ministry, little small challenge, they are complaining. No, 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 no. And then the third thing that you must be led by the spirit is your Christian life. Would it will determine where you spend eternity whether you spend it in hell or in heaven whatever you do as a christian be led by the spirit never ever just look at a school and say this school is nice i'm taking my children there no never leave a an university and say this industry is a good industry so i'm going to work there you must be led by the spirit you must be led by the spirit I know people who left universities, Christians who went before the Lord praying. The Lord said, just yes, big bread. Oh God, I went to study banking and finance. The Lord said, no, big bread. Then they went into bakery and that, is, that, is a, that, that was the beginning of the success. It was the beginning of moving from the back to the front. I was interviewing a young a gentleman, Christian who was doing well in the bank, doing well in the bank, he said one day, the Lord said, get out of the bank and start your own business. And he heard the voice of God. He was not just moved by emotions, but by the spirit. He said, Bishop, it was a difficult decision. But I listened to God and I came out. Today, I'm interviewed by CNN and other things. And some people see me and they ask me, how did you get here? And I tell them that I was led by the spirit of God. And they said, no, tell us how you did it. And they say, I'm telling you how I did it. I was led by the Spirit of God. <laughs> Are you here? I was led by the Spirit of God. Okay. The, the next one, the second one, the T, the T in steps, is the timing of God, the timing of God, the timing of God, the timing of God. First Chronicles twelve thirty two, from Issachar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. Whoa. Whoa. Now, how many of you know that God is a God of timing and seasons? And that God will never be pushed to do something if the time has not come. That no one can force God that I want to marry this year if it's not the timing of God for you to marry this year. Are you you here? Now, now, when you study the Bible, the Bible will tell you about men who walked with God. Men who walked with God. Most people today don't walk with God. We walk ahead of God. And God follows us. And God follows us. We go and say, Lord, I'm going, follow me. (laughs) But Noah and God, they worked with God. They were patient enough to work with God. God's time is not your time. You have to understand divine timing. You have to know when God wants you to move and what God wants you to do at every particular time there are things there was something i wanted to do very big thing i wanted to do the lord said wait until you are 60 years He said to me if you do it now they'll come after you wait until you are 60 years so at that time when you are 60 i will prepare the grounds for you and i'll raise people around you and you'll be protected and you'll be guided you'll be guarded he said right now right now you can't do it physically you can but spiritually you cannot and he said, What you can do physically, if I don't give up spiritually, it will be nothing. The watchman watched, but they watched in vain without the Lord. The laborer built it. The builder built it, but they built it in vain without the Lord. So you can build a business without the Lord, it's still in vain. You can build a church without the Lord, it's still in vain. That's why you must understand the timing of God. And all these things, and you have to be spiritual about it. You have to be spiritual to know that. Okay, it is now God's time for me to do this. It is now God's time for me to do that. I shared a testimony here before and also in the London church of how in 1997, a group of people called me because they had just discovered that their pastor was a homosexual and I preached in that church. The anointing of God came, the power of God came and these people called me in 1997 into a meeting and they showed me a room in the house that this is your room we're here we're here that we are having this dinner for you we are your members and there were about 40 people So we we are your members he said they said that man is a homosexual we have discovered it and we are leaving this church and we like your anointing and we want you to pastor us at midnight i was praying the Spirit of the Lord said, if you take somebody's church, I will kill you. He said, "You your time. we we'll have a church in London. Go back! <laughs> yeah. yeah, go back to your mother. <laughs> go back! I panicked. In my prayer, I panicked. I said, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And let those people, let those people just Five years six years ago i went to london reverend Richard came to see me at no cost had nothing to me you have a church in london okay with the fellowship submitted it to me you have a church in london very vibrant church and what is the way god when it was god's time when it was god's time i did it effortless effortless there are some of you eh? your brother your brother has built a house so you must also build this year you are dying you are jealous you are envious you don't understand god's listen somebody's own will come this year other person's own will come next year your own may follow all you have to do is to understand god's time and i know these things have having put pressure on myself throughout my whole life when i was struggling here I had friends who were just traveling and going and coming and they were telling me how they went to America and how they were giving $10,000 and those days hearing $10,000 was big for me and then they would come to visit me with nice cars and they wanted me to feel like I'm a failure. I was living an uncompleted burden here. I said to myself, my time will come. My time will come. I'm telling you, time will come. (laughs) One time Steven Girard, one of the most successful English footballers was asked in an interview how he became successful. One of the things he said among many things that he always waited for his time. He always waited. He knew that football was a long-term career and his time was going to come. He was patient, waited and waited and it was his time. Climbed, climbed through the ranks and became the captain of Liverpool and the captain of England. And he said when he started playing football, the people he admired, and people... He, so he, was, he, was, he always knew that one day he would get there. One day he would get there. Lewis Hamilton, who just w- broke the um, Formula One, the racing cars. When I was young, the Schumacher shoot. Okay, I don't want to mention it. Some people say shoemaker, shoemaker, shoe. It's a, it's a German word. So, this guy had won the championship seven times. And nobody had even won three times at the time. It was like virtually impossible. And just last week or last two weeks, a black English boy became, won the seventh time. And he said, when, she, when that man won the seventh one, He was a young boy who was watching it. He was a young boy who was watching that man become the world's most celebrated all-time driver. And he was a small boy watching him on TV. Did you look at that? When Brazilian World Cup was held in Brazil, I think, was it Gabriel Jesus or... One of the biggest stars now was painting the streets. Amongst the people who were asked to clean the city for the football to take place and were painting the uh, roadside to make sure the city was nice, were one of the well celebrated footballers. When the World Cup was in his town, he was a cleaner on the street. But yet he captain Brazil also to the World Cup. So you see, God has arranged everything in his own time. And your time will come. What you have to do is to understand the timing of God. And be patient in life and not rush in life. And those of you women who look at other men and you tell your husbands, Look at, look at him, look at him, and look at you. You have to understand that, understand that everybody has his own time. If, if Sarah's, no, um, um, Hannah, if Hannah's rival knew knew that Hannah's time to have a baby will come, and that baby, that baby, would be the greatest in uh, in their house, would have kept quiet. When Leah was having babies, he didn't know that Rachel, God was preparing Rachel's room for Joseph, room for Joseph. Your time will come. All you need to know is that you must know the timing of God. That when God's time comes, nothing will stop it. And you have to be sensitive in the spirit to know God's time. That is what moves you forward. You see, you see what moves you ahead. It is not you running after people, but you understanding the timing of God. There's something about the eagle. When all birds are flapping, when you see a bird flapping, that's when they are flying from the ground. Because the wind at the ground is small, they have to flap, 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 and collect wind under their wings. To be able to go up the when they get to where wind is, they open the other thing and they saw. Okay, now the eagle has an understanding, yes, yes, and inbuilt something that can sense the current of air, air current. No, so you can see other birds flapping and moving and going, and you see the eagle is perching on the tallest thing available, and the eagle is perching there, and you think that the eagle is lazy. Why is the eagle not going? The eagle is waiting for the wind he knows the timing that when the wind gets there the eagle just f- throws itself into the wind and then the, it begins to soar in the wind and all the birds flapping you see all of them are losing um, strength and the eagle is at the top and is going I have known this about God that when the time comes you soar, you don't flap and therefore you must learn to wait for God you must wait to learn to wait for god we are good in waiting upon the lord but we are not good in waiting for the lord waiting upon the lord is easy speaking in tongues and fasting for 21 days it is very very easy but waiting for the lord after the 21 days fasting and the Lord is not answering. One year he hasn't answered. Two years hasn't answered. Three years he hasn't answered. The question I want to ask you, why you are believing God to do, if he does not do it the next five years, will he still be serving him? Will he still be very zealous for the Lord? It is his time, not your time. And if you understand God's timing, spiritual timing, you'll be patient. The next day he, it's the excellency of God the excellency of God Psalm 148 verse 13 let the let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent now his name alone is excellent you do you know you see you see God is so perfect in whatever he does if you ask God to give you 20 feet he will never give you 20 feet one inch it is perfect Can I, can I give you an example of excellence? Eh? So, so the, you see, you see, Benz, Benz. The engine is made somewhere. The body is made somewhere. Many of the things is made somewhere. The, the interior is made somewhere. But because whoever drew that car was very perfect in its measurement, so perfect in its measurement, it will not matter who did it, their ties and who did the engine and who did the doors and who did the windows and who did this. As far as everybody is perfect in what they are doing, bring them from different places, put them together. It will fit in. That's why we call excellence. In Ghana, if you like just somebody to show your suit and then another person show the body. Ah! Even one person sewing your suit. When you wear it, you see that one hand is longer than the other. One person, the same person is sewing it. And he took measurement of you. took measurement of you. But you wear it when one is longer than the other. Lack of excellence. See, God is an excellent God. And, and one way in which God works with you to move you forward is when he releases the spirit of excellence in you. I ask, ask those who arrange chairs that so i come here and i stand and i said "These chairs they are not the same like today when i was standing there i was just looking at some chairs I said they are not the same they are not they are. and sometimes i get so angry when somebody is putting one chair and you are putting the next chair just behind this chair just before i came here and i know sometimes some of my staff will see that if, so he can't let some small thing go I just went to see someone designing something. Not a graphic designer. And the person is using, is bolding some word somewhere. And one letter is not bolded. I'm sure the person will think, how did this man find it? Several words. And one letter, not one word. One letter is not bolded. I say this one. You have read this one. Correct it before you get up. I know that some of you will stand somewhere and say oh so if he lets this thing go what will happen if he lets it go what will happen hey look look daniel chapter 6 verse 3 then this daniel distinguished himself about the governors and sat- satraps because an excellent spirit was in him an excellent spirit was him how was he and the king gave a thought to setting him over the whole realm Why was he going to be set over the whole realm? An excellent spirit. Let me tell you something. Anybody that has a very close relationship with God, you cannot relate with an excellent God and not be excellent. You cannot relate with an excellent God and not be excellent. You cannot relate with an excellent God and not be excellent in the things you do. No, 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 no. It cannot be possible and if you want god to put you above and not beneath you must pray for the spirit of excellence and ask him that lord help me with the spirit of excellence let me do my things in order and imperfection and imperfection do you know god cannot work in with people who are very disorganized he cannot work with people who are very disorganized. When the earth was without form and darkness was over the surface of it, God said, "Let there be light." There was light. God had to put in an order before creating man. God cannot, God cannot create things in the middle of chaos. When I walk into your house and I see how your house is organized, it can tell me whether you have a close relationship with God or not. I'm telling you the you dress and you come to church, it tells me a lot. Whether you who <laughs> come to a whole teaching service so casual. You, you can see that you are from town somewhere. God is not on your mind. Somewhere. It's as if you are giving God the 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 of you. You know, like M-O-R-S-A, like <laughs> I don't know what to say that as that seer of you, the rest of you, the rest that is left, you are, you are used up. You know, when people people look at us and say, Hey, this is what they are rich, we don't want to go there. It, you see, don't, don't feel guilty about that. We haven't, you see, don't feel guilty about being perfect does not make mean that you are rich, having one shirt. And ironing that shirt every day and wearing it and tucking it in well, 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 and coming to church does not mean you are rich. They, they, want, they want you to be dirty like them. They say, oh, okay, okay, then we can all go to the same church. They want you to come to church with your shirt ironed. No, we can go to the same church. How many of us here have billions? No, we don't. Or millions? We don't. But the spirit of excellence doesn't need money. I'm saying go go from go in this country, eh? In this country, the neatest places, the most organized places are churches that are that are led by the Spirit of God. If the Spirit of God is there, you see the organization. You see the orderliness. So organization and the orderliness. When the spirit of God is not it, there's chaos. Chaos look at countries that don't call themselves christian countries that were not funded by christian this thing look at the chaos in those countries then they come to christian countries and they also they want to bring the chaos there you know europe was dominated by the christian uh, the protestant movement uh, the europe was up by the god you go to europe and see america was funded by christian go there and see the organization you find there, even though they are sided, but the tradition still remains. You know why? Years ago, fantis were the most respected people in Ghana, and even now, 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 now. Do you know why? The two, two fantis and the Krapims. Not because I'm from and I'll show you why. Because, because the, the missionaries. Landed on the fancy lands. Started building from there. Why do we have all the best secondary schools in the Cape Coast? No, no, it's a fact. Some time ago, the, the most educated, the well-spoken, all those people do so, the Isn't it? That's where, the, that's where Christianity entered from. Then the Kuiapim area, where they found that the place, the weather was good, they started building schools there. The Presbyterians started going there, started building schools. So people say, oh, if are well, are well-behaved. They would say, oh, if if Kuiapim wants to insult you, cry, he will say, Me you know, those kind of things. The, the impact of the excellency of God on anybody that has the spirit of God, is amazing. Listen, listen, even right now in the UK, where you are coming from, where you are coming from, the most organized schools are the, are the mission schools. And people who hate Christianity will still take their children to those schools. Who are not The atheists will take their children to those schools. They will beg to let them enter. Sometimes when you look at the best universities in the world, the first five universities were all founded by Christians, originally Christian. But right to now Harvard, their logo is "In God we trust." Harvard, or one of them. Their slogan is "In God we trust. One of them one of them. <laughs> are, are you here? You understand? So, so you can't really be a Christian that have a good relationship with God and think that people that have the spirit of excellence are difficult people. When you want to marry the guys eh? when you don't want to marry the guys don't ignore the spirit of excellence because it's an indication of how close they are to god mm-hmm. want to marry a guy you go to the person's house the person's room is basa, 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 basa. the person is dirty he's gone to his his war things have put them there they go they are going to worship for the person that you are insulting the person you, you are lazy too much you are caught with the person then you are insulting the person you are lazy too much there's an indication of canality there. There's something amiss there. There's something that doesn't exist in that person's life. Because you can't be close to God. You can't have a close relationship with God and have a disorganized God life. Hey, okay, okay, so let me move on. Let me move on. The next one, step, the next one is the purpose of God. The purpose of God. The purpose of God. You, you, you know, you know, you know, I, I, I used to teach you on how to discover your purpose until God came to me and said that no man has a purpose apart from my purpose. Teach them how to discover God's purpose for your life. You, see, you listen. This phone was built by someone for a certain purpose. You can't use it for any other purpose apart from the purpose of which it was built for i cannot use this phone for spoon can i use it for spoon i cannot because the person who who built this phone did not build this phone for we use for spoon and i cannot use my spoon for food because the one who built it did not build did not build it for the purpose of eating of making phone calls are you here with me that's the same way God, you cannot pour out of this bottle. I can't pour out of this bottle milk. I can only get water out of this bottle. Because whoever did this thing, meant it for water and he put water inside. In the same way, I cannot get a milk can and pour water out of it. Because whoever created it, created it for milk and filled it with milk. That's the same way. I, you, I cannot get out of you what God did not put inside you no man can get out of you what God did not put inside you you cannot you don't pick up your talents from the earth you, you came with it you don't pick up skills from the earth you came with it Judah is not a good singer because, because he came to find somebody singing and he wanted to sing he was created with music to sing are you here? that's what i'm teaching you so until you discover why god created you your life will be them your life will be messed up a friend of mine nearly died and that thing affected him when i met him a guy called by god very powerful guy a good preacher he never recovered from an accident i if it affected his brain the guy's car had shocks problem and he took it to some fitters to work for him he had a BMW and they used a different car shocks and put it inside he was driving and his car somersaulted and and he discovered that were discovered that the shocks were different the rings was what put the car off. You see you 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 just cannot you just cannot take you, can you take a human heart and put a cat heart inside it would take another human heart to replace a human heart when we we're growing up they used to tell tell us that they could do a an operation and take cat's eye and take a human eye eh? Is what that's all limitations and other things because it's quite human to human <laughs> they give you cat eyes. And they are walking. Hey, are you here with me? You were designed. You are a purpose-built individual. There's a reason why you were created the way you were created and brought to the earth the way you were brought to the earth. You must discover it and live it. i find fulfillment in just four plots here i do my everything this is my world though i don't go anywhere this is my world in the evening i do my work around town the area and come back home this is my world because i find fulfillment in what i do this is what i was shaped created purpose built finished see, Africans, eh? What well, is the way we do things? Do you know microwave is not supposed to be used to cook food? It's supposed to be used to warm food. Uh-huh. But Africans, we use it to cook food. Oh, uh, oh, haven't you seen people using water heater to cook cassava before? Cassava. Then we spoil it. Then we spoil it. We just use it and then we spoil it. Everything the white man will do his thing and then we will spoil it for them. The same way, the same way we are doing to white man's things, that's the same way we are doing to God's things. Oh, true, I'm telling you. These people work on our houses. They They will take a Samsung air conditioning and say, okay, let me change it Let me add um let me take a um, cool breeze or certain air conditions so, or it will work. We we'll just do some adjustment. And then your inner destiny is Samsung, your outer destiny is breeze. And then they adjust it. You'll be there, you'll be breathing some gas and gases, and your lifespan will be reducing. You won't know. You only die before they say, Ah, was there some gas in the house? Because we can't see, because those companies. They have three secrets. They don't share it. There's no way this one and this one's own. The fact is calling you does not mean that it's not killing you. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's what we do. That's what we do. Adjustments. So most of us, we are adjusting our lives. What we were not created for is what we are doing. We are just adjusting our life. But please, look at this. As text says, when Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep, he was buried with his ancestors, and his body decayed. Now listen, serve your purpose. Serve God's purpose in your generation. Do you know why he became why he killed Goliath? God's purpose. God's purpose. That's how he became a king and did all those things he did. He did it for God, not for himself. God's purpose. Ask yourself why you are doing are you doing it for God or for yourself? Finally, close to you, finally, finally. The steps, the, the last eggs, the standards of God. And I'm reading Romans 12, verse 2, from the New Living Translation. Do these things I've shared with you. And you see that the Deuteronomy 28 13 will manifest in your life. You'll be the head and not the tail. You'll be above and not beneath do these things i've shared with you and that scripture will manifest in your life how it will happen you will not know it but that scripture will manifest in your life that scripture will manifest in your life look at this don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world what our young people in church wants to copy they want to copy i know young people in church who are so much in love with the world Rather listening to Shantawale than Joe Joe Metal. Hey! and they prefer the way Shantawale dresses than the way Joe Metal dresses. They say I pronounce it Shantawale I, I, instead of Shantawale. My children will be laughing at me that you have been saying Shantawale. They feel that I'm disgracing them. I'm not pronouncing the name of a star in Ghana well, Shanta. Okay. Okay. Okay, we shatter. I mean so I shatter not shanta. Okay, so shatawale. We the young people in church, I'm telling you. See the way shatawale dresses. They feel that church we must allow them to dress like that. And we must allow them to come to church and sing like that. And hold their trousers like this. You see, hold part like this. Hold their boy boy on the altar and sing. Ah, ya yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Jesus is coming. Ah, yeah, yeah then they say hey, hey. the youth we are finding expression we are finding expression that's, that's how we, we want it to be done because we are young people we are young people when we were young people when we were young people we use our energy and strength in praying in the Ashimota forest. You young people, you hold your in on, on the altar. They are singing. You want to sing like an ice, iceberg or sing like um, a stupid dog. Jesus coming again. man. man. He's coming again. My man, man. He's coming again. Oh, yo, yo, yo. He's coming again. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming. It is madness. Carnality is spiritual madness. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you. Into a new person. By changing the way you think. Ah! By changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. God's will for you. Which is good and pleasing and perfect. It is that God's will for you. When if you know God's will for you? When, when I was growing up, this... I grew up in Anabraka, I told you guys. That was where Alexofori you No, know Alex Ofori used to dance breaks. Very popular guy, handsome guy. Uh, Ajeto Soa. And those people, those were their areas. Those were their areas. Very popular guys. There was never a single day that I was envious of them. I was rather, I rather pitied them. I looked at them and said, These guys are in bondage, can't they see? Alex Ofori, very nice guy started doing drugs oh, I went to witness to him Or the house was around where Christian Matellis is we used to have fellowship there, one day he walked in there crying, and there was a guy celebrated by the young people, he was crying, crying that we should pray for him, drugs I don't know whether he's still alive or always he's dead eh, drugs there are some of you ladies in this church Hey, you want to be Jackie Apar? You want to be? When <laughs> oh, you see, oh, you want to, you want to. Do you know what you want to do? You also want to. <laughs> oh, because you some bag and then you are at the airport and then they take your picture and do like that. <laughs> when you see it on Facebook that you are dying. Oh God. Oh God, when will we be this? When can we be this? When and I met one of them in one pastor's office, she saw me she was hiding her face, one of the girls. Hiding her face. I said, so why are you hiding? You are, <laughs> you, are, you are Nicodemus. Daytime you are Facebook star. Nighttime you come and cry to God, Father help me my life is messed up my life is messed up, help me help me face my life, my life is messed up help me Lord, help me Lord where people are running to for help you are running away from them don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, God has his own standards, don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world for them, they sleep with each other before they marry we don't we don't They tattoo their bodies. We don't. If you can tattoo your body and make arguments for please, when you go home today, go and take um, nails and go to your car and write your name on your car. If you can't tattoo your car, don't tattoo your body. the Old Testament from dressing, from dressing to talking, to even where you ease yourself. They were all regulated by God. God is even interested in your sanitation. And yours is want to be like the world. Let the world be like the church. Let the world be like the church. We are the solution. We are not the problem. We are the solution. We are not the problem. We are the solution. <laughs> Do you know that? Do you know that? If you go, eh? Let's tell you definitions of communities. They will tell you a hamlet is a place where they have no church. Where they have no church. In a village is also a place where they have a school without a church. <laughs> a city is a place where they have... Okay, so a district or something, Mr. Porter, is a place where they have a church. So development was associated with church. Development was associated with church and university, church university, church and university. Development it was associated with them. who was teaching us one of the studies and said that before there were only three professions that were recognized: law, medicine, and the priesthood. Law, medicine, and the priesthood what were the only three things that were recognized. The church has played a major role. And if we're Christian, you are not proud of the customs and the traditions of the church. And you are attracted by the world. God cannot trust you and make you the head. Be yourself, be a Christian. Be a Christian with pride. Be a Christian with your chest, your chest out. Dress like us, talk like us, behave like us. Love the music we sing. The standards of God but let God transform you into a new by changing the way you think some of you have come to church you think the same way like your unbelieving brothers and sisters they think if you think the same way nothing can change the greatest change begins from your mind once God can change your mind that is it may God help you may God order your steps may God's word direct your steps in the name of Jesus may the word of God direct your steps I said, may the word of God direct your steps. And may no sin have dominion over you. Let sin have no dominion over you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. Give the Lord praise wherever you are.